What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Tech Supreme. You are now listening to Rent Free with Tech Supreme, episode 13, first week of autumn. I started to say August. Autumn, uh, first week of fall uh, for the normal person, autumn if you're fancy. And um, it's been an interesting week. A lot of things going on in the news, a lot of things going on in my personal life. And let's hop into a few things that have been kind of living in my head rent free. If you didn't know, that's why it's called Rent Free with Tech Supreme. These are things that are living inside of my head. I do want to say a special thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast. We have a bunch of faithful listeners, and I think it's absolutely awesome. I am glad you guys are listening and giving me feedback. Um, also, if you want to give me more feedback or suggest topics, feel free to hit me up. You can now email me at techproductions at gmail.com. And you can find me on social media. If you if you follow me on any social media, feel free to message me or respond to a post about the podcast. You know, I love conversing and I'm an open book. So uh, and I also love hearing topics that people submit. Uh, some people submitted some topics for this episode. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get into all of it, uh, but let's give it a go. Uh, so first topic up, I wanted to kind of I think the format going forward is I'm going to talk about my journey that I'm currently on, my mental and physical journey that I'm on. Uh, I love 2021 for the simple fact uh, that people talk about their mental health um, as as a 80s baby growing up. You know, we were raised not to men kind of don't talk about their emotions. Uh, yesterday I was watching a podcast called I Am Athlete, which I'm a big fan of. It's um it's Brandon Marshall's uh, podcast, but he uh, basically has on his ver- on his show. He has a bunch of NFL stars coming in, and they it's kind of like therapy. There's Fred Taylor, there's Ucho Senko, uh, there's Brandon Marshall, and I um, forget the other people's names, but they're super uh, awesome, entertaining, fun to watch. But they talk about mental health a lot, and I think as a black man, you know, something that we need to tackle. And I think a lot of people who are older, or at least around my age, we're kind of learning how to deal and navigate with that. With the younger generation, they're definitely like full steam ahead talking about mental health and how they feel on the inside. I think it's absolutely awesome. So I was watching I Am Podcast yesterday, I Am Athlete podcast yesterday, and uh, they have a new LA version. And Nick Young was talking about Nick Young. It's uh, Brandon Jennings, which is a basketball player, Nick Young, Michael Bennett, which is a defensive end, won the Super Bowl with the Seahawks, um, and a couple other people who I'm not familiar with who are in the NFL. Um, and they're talking about personal things, kind of like a self-therapy podcast almost, about being an athlete and stuff like that. And they were talking about crying. And I'm from the school where men didn't cry. Like, that's just what it is. And I think through the years, I've become callous to it. Like, I, I it's very hard for me to shed tears. But I've also, from the, the, the school of thought, that it's absolutely normal for men to cry. Now, you shouldn't be crying every single day, um, but it's okay to show emotions. So as I get older and I'm navigating this world that I'm in now, I kind of realize the importance of emotions and, and actually being emotional. It's it's healthy. You know, it's perfectly fine. So I'm enjoying like seeing the world through that lens now, and where it's a lot more sensitive to people's feelings and emotions. And I respect it, and I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and also being more in tune with myself and, and how I feel and my thoughts and the directions that I go and the, the voices. Um, 
this ties into my health journey. When I lost, I lost a lot of weight when I turned from 29 to 30 or, or 30 to 31. I lost a lot of weight. And um, I realized that I had a black cloud over me um, that was basically directing my thoughts subconsciously. Right. Like and then when I lost the weight, I realized like that was why my mood was negative, because in my 20s, I was a pretty hard person to get along with, I feel, uh, especially like doing the music thing and. I definitely was a difficult person and I, and I know for, I have memories and I know, I know how I came across like an asshole. And I think it had a lot to do with that. Um, now obviously like losing weight is not going to solve all your mental health problems. I've gained not all the way back, but a lot of the way back. And that's what sparks this, you know, going into my forties journey, um, which I'm very happy about, by the way, I'll get to that in a second. But like, you have to be able to reflect. You have to be able to look inside and see where your thoughts are coming from, where they're manifesting, why you're having these thoughts, why you feel in this way, and talk to people about it. Like either get a therapist or someone you can confide in. Um, so whatever thoughts you're having, you're not alone. And I think that's what's the biggest change in 2021 uh, through the years that have that have gotten to this point where like people are okay with therapy and talking. And it was a thing that black people just refused to go to therapist because I, mean, I don't know about any other community, but I just know about my community. Um, but you know, like I know, like, uh, my friend Ben, who's, you know, he used to always say like, if you're over 30, you need a therapist. And I kind of feel that now more than ever, um, that, you know, most people do. So a lot of, a lot of things, I don't like it when people, things, when people are writing off things to mental health, but like, I want to know, like, like I need to know why, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to know like more of a detailed look into why, people are feeling the way they are feeling i think that's more of a a better approach than to just like oh well i have mental, mental health issues um which you know like it is what it is but as far as the health journey is concerned i am what 16 days with no alcohol 16 days with no uh diet sodas or coke zeros and shit like that uh my body has 100 percent done a 180 already like i already feel a huge difference um overall i've lost about 24 pounds since spring um, well, that was basically giving a concerted effort to lose weight, but not really being dedicated to it and still trying to figure out how can I lose weight and still enjoy the things that I enjoy, um, which you still can. But I just I, I got to a point where I was still drinking and it's not a lot like wasn't drinking a lot, but enough to to fuck with your body. And uh, so, yeah, once we got once I got past that hurdle, because it's a hurdle, you know, like. It's summertime. You want to have fun. You want to kick it. You want to throw beers back, throw like throw whiskeys back. I'm looking right behind the camera. I have a full bar. You know what I'm saying? With handles of JMO, handles of Sailor Jerry, Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? I got all this shit. But like, so I was, you know, just basically enjoying, I guess, enjoying myself. But, you know, honestly, after giving up alcohol, I've had more fun weekends than before. You know, like. I'm enjoying watching the scale go down every day. I'm enjoying working out now a lot more because now I'm not fighting an uphill battle with my diet and with my drinking. So uh, the health, it's super, super, I don't know how to explain it. It's just one of those things too, like if you just work out daily, even if you don't have like the body composition that you want, if you just work out daily, your self-esteem and your the, the way you feel about yourself is going to rise, right? Like that's just what it is. Like you can go for a walk, a jog, or go lift weights, or go do do any activity. You're going to feel better afterwards. Um, but now with with actually giving a fuck about what I put into my body and focusing on my macros and my protein, now I feel completely like 
I'm building something. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm actually like working towards this this goal, and it's very rewarding. Uh, absolutely rewarding. Ten out of ten would suggest. Um, so getting your health in order, and also I just saw a Facebook status. Uh, from someone who I, my Facebook is weird. I don't know half the people on there. I got like four thousand and nine hundred friends, like nine four thousand nine hundred and fifty something like that, and I only know like a thousand people. Like one day years ago, I went through and actually fucking counted. Um, so there's people on there I don't know all the time, but I just saw this 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 post that said like it was a picture of her blood pressure, this lady's blood pressure, and it was two hundred over one twelve or two hundred over one twenty one, and she was like, man, my head won't stop hurting. Like I like I'm in a lot of pain, and all the comments was like, I gotta like you need to go to the ER. Like you're gonna you're having you're gonna have an issue. And then I looked at her page and went down one post, and it was like a day ago. I was like, my head hurts and my chest keeps hurting. Like, yo, she's finna like stroke out, and I'm seeing it. Like it's kind of like everyone's seeing it in like real time. The comments were like, go to the ER. And she's like, well, I, who's going to watch my mom? Like, nobody if you die, is like what someone said. Like, no one if you have a stroke. No one's watching your mom if you have a stroke. You need to go to the ER. Uh, and a lot of comments were, stop drinking. Like, whatever you're doing, like, stop smoking cigarettes, stop drinking. You need to get healthy. Like, you got to be cognizant of what you put in your body. Because, like, now we're at the age, as we all get older, where people are dropping out. Like, people are like, for real dropping out uh, i watch this youtuber cali muscle and he he says all the time he's probably what uh 47 48 he's like man i've lost 10 people this year like i'm using losing people left and right like you really have to care about what you put in your body the the food and stuff that were served and the drinks that were served for by the country by the the fda there it's not all good it's not it's not geared to keep you healthy you have to make the choice to be healthy yourself now i don't want to be preacher or anything like that because i just got back on my journey so we're not going to do that do you live your life but for me i I gotta watch what i i gotta watch what i eat i gotta i made a dedication when i turned 30 to be into fitness and to and to lose weight and i have not faltered from from lifting weights and i've not um the only time i did falter was during covid when gyms were shut down i didn't have a gym but now that i have my my own garage gym i haven't you know i don't have no plans of stopping basically and um and i haven't stopped except for the the pandemic and i'm rock talking in circles but you see what i'm saying uh so physical health is super important so is mental health moving on to the next topic mental health has been the center of the gabby petito uh missing person's case we talked about it last week i believe uh was it last week it might not have been last week but everyone pretty much knows the case uh she's been they found her body she's gone and the boyfriend's missing and the fiance is missing should i say uh which obviously he's missing on purpose either he offed himself or he's hiding in the fucking woods somewhere he definitely told his parents to that he's going one place I doubt that he went to that one place. My wife was like, there's no way that he's dumb enough to say that I'm going to this place. And, you know, they're obviously corroborating with him. That's their son. Um, he obviously has something to do with her murder. If that was apparent since the fucking first glint of this news hit the, the mainstream. Like, he drove to Florida two weeks after she was after she was missing, basically, and just didn't say anything. So he definitely is guilty as shit, and he knows it. Um, I think he's going to take the coward way out and kill himself that's what cowards do if you call bring harm to a woman you're a coward if you bring harm to your fiance you're a super fucking coward uh so there's not going to be any dignity here i don't think we're going to find him uh alive that's just my prediction 
let me know what you think is going to happen. I'm, I'm pretty sure he uh, he's going to off himself if he hasn't already. Um, but it brought up a, a different case uh, altogether, a, a different um, story altogether, is the America's infatuation with missing white women. And Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace, is a brilliant comedian. Um, and he had a skit on um, Elephant in the Room, I believe is the name of the, the comedy special, where he talked about uh, missing white women and how the world attaches themselves to missing white women. And he talked about Natalie Holloway, uh, who was killed in Aruba. Everyone knew that, but the serial killer actually killed other women in different countries of other, uh, not minorities, but non-white. And uh, no one knew in the audience knew who they were. And that was his point, right? And he said, if he ever goes missing, he's going to, he's going to tether a baby, a white baby to his hip so they can find him. <laughs> like, uh, it's hilarious. Patrice O'Neill was a genius. I was happy enough to, uh, I'm off topic, but I was happy enough to enjoy his comedy while he was alive. Um, but it's a, I call it an Allie Holloway effect where America is definitely, um, more concerned about missing white women than anyone else. Uh, in December, I just read this this um this little stat line. By December two thousand twenty, the FBI had over eighty nine thousand active missing person cases. Active twenty twenty December, and forty five percent of those cases were people of color. Now, that lets you know that it's not it's a pick and choose situation with the media. You can go missing, and if you're not that right type, they don't give a shit. Um, Jelani Day is the prime example of that. He's been missing for a few weeks. He was going to school, I believe, uh, in normal Illinois. So actually not extremely far from here. And um, he's been missing. And there's not a peep about it. Uh, people trying to raise concerns about it. There's tons of people missing. Um, and if everyone gave that same attention to every person missing, I think we'd be better as a society about stopping and deterring these type of situations from happening even though it's nearly impossible but uh there was a rdc world which is a, a collective of uh um black content creators skit makers they're hilarious um they had a skit when the, one of the first things i saw of them was uh the guy the main guy was playing video games and he got an amber alert and, he, and the, the the caption was this is how everyone should react and he got an amber alert on, on his phone so he throws his controller down, runs up outside, and he runs out. He runs outside off the door, and everyone else in the neighborhood is running outside the door, and they're looking for this car. Like they're running around looking for the car, and then like they're driving around looking for the car that they see. They find it. They one person uh, runs and grabs the kid out of the car. Other people jump the guy who did it, who kidnapped the kid, and like that's honestly should be the reaction for everybody. Like if someone goes missing, we need like it needs to be a, all like a community city effort. Right. We all like there's nowhere to hide in the city if everyone's looking for someone, you know, like if everyone is like equipped. How many times people ignore Amber Alerts? And I know I'm on a rant, but that's some real shit like it needs to be it needs to be fair. It needs to be universal. You know, like it needs to like I, I can't explain America's infatuation with it. I can't explain why or like well, I can can't explain why. But like there's no way I don't know if there's a way to, to beat that. Right. Like, how do you. But as a as a community, we need to come together and, and try to focus on people who are missing in general and not just certain types that fit a story or headline. It's weird. Um, but rest in peace to Gabby Petito because uh, no one deserves to go out that way. They had a she the police were called close to the time that she became missing uh, for a domestic dispute. And they ruled it off as a mental health issue, uh, which to me is like, I don't know. Like, you get reports that he's slapping her or she's slapping him or both reports. How about just, like, 
saying mental health issues and going like this and wrapping your hands of it is not kind of good enough. Like, if if they took it seriously, she may still be alive. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Um, on to some lighter news. I think for the rest of the podcast is going to be lighter news. Um, Apex Legends. It's a video game that I love. Everyone who knows me knows that I love Apex Legends. I play it since the day it came out, nearly daily. I have a couple, a few thousand hours in it. Um, I'm not the greatest Apex Legends player. I'm not the worst. I can hold my own. It's a good time. Uh, they came, they pushed the update last week that uh, basically destroyed the game. The game is literally in a state of of being destroyed. Like I, I don't. I'm always the type of person who wants to see the positive in things, and I don't like when people get online and like they slam uh devs developers and they slam like fix your servers type type posts i've always been like on the side of the developer because it's a tough it's a tough job right it's a tough like you 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 can play test a game and, or update uh amongst you know your small base but once you have like hundreds of thousands of people logging at the same time you'll never be able to simulate that right um but i've never seen a game a triple a game uh that with this much problems after two years of being out like the game is i played this morning the game is it's hard to it's hard to finish like between people being disconnected and the servers it's it's a nightmare i've i don't think i've ever seen a nightmare that bad of a for a game and like i said i love apex legends like that's it is what it is like that's just i'm i'm that's my favorite video game in the last decade hands down but that's it's crazy that you're 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 game infrastructure can just crumble that like that that fast well it's not even fast really but just in in general um but it is what it is hopefully they get it fixed and they pushed the update yesterday and it still it broke it even more so it's a mess apex legends is a mess right now um speaking of video games today is a big thing for xbox and ps5 consoles they're back in stock uh physical stock which is the first time it happened all year it's september at the end of September, and this is the first time they actually had physical consoles for sale at retailers. Um, they're obviously going to go fast, so the, the, the likelihood of someone getting one right now is probably really impossible. People lining up last night at Best Buys. There's been news on the news and, and shit like that. I was lucky enough, uh, shout out to Caleb for giving me the heads up. Uh, me and him, on the day that they did the pre-orders, we went to uh, GameStop in St. Louis and we camped. The first time I camped for anything, got there like 5.30, camped until it opened, got a, pre- a pre-order. So I was able to get Xbox the first the first day. The first day it came on sale, I, I walked, went and picked mine up, which was a, um, an amazing Christmas gift from my wife, a uh, birthday gift that was early. Um, but I just don't understand the, the restock issues, right? Like, it's clear that they're doing this on purpose, and it's something that's happening with sneakers, uh, I, I believe clothes. I'm not sure, uh, but definitely with video game consoles, where they're like curtailing the the stock, just so they can create a demand, and then like with, couple that with bots who are buying everything the minute it comes online, it's becoming impossible to 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 buy shit. And like I, I've been alive for uh, since Atari, and so I know how every console rollout was, and it was co- it was like that, you know, the beginning of every console, right? But it only lasted like a month or two, maybe three the most six but now it's like it's a year this is the year that it's been these consoles out it's been a year and we're just now getting a restock it's crazy to me to think you should be able to go into a store and get one by now but i i don't know if it's greed i don't know if it's a combination i don't know if it's supplies i don't think it's supplies because they 
they they don't talk about the supply chain. They're talking. They don't talk about the missing processors because I know in the car industry there's a there's a problem with processors. These conversations aren't happening. It's just that the the bots they keep blaming it on bots, but I just think they're just doing it for demand. I I can't explain it, uh, but I think it's super whack. This is probably the wackest console release I've ever seen in my life. Um, so if you got one, congratulations. If you didn't, don't worry about it. Uh, I know a lot of people who haven't. And, uh, you know, just hold off and wait until you can. This is, you know, honestly, to someone who has both, there's a slight difference. Um, I guess it sucks that they're making games that are exclusive to the, the new consoles, but it's not that big of a deal. You're not missing out on, on terrible too much yet. Um, so moving on, fall predictions. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about in fall predictions. I love fall. It is my, uh, it's probably my favorite season. Uh, it's just because you're coming off of the heat and you're getting ready for the cold. So you do have to mentally prepare. I like the gradual change most years in St. Louis. Sometimes it's like super fast. I do like uh, the gradual change. I love bonfires. I love Halloween. So fall is my shit. Uh, Thanksgiving, of course. Um, I, I'm excited about the change in weather. I'm excited about 70 degrees, 60 degree days. Uh, obviously I'm not looking forward to the winter, but I kind of am cause I am from New Jersey and St. Louis. So I'm, I'm accustomed to winters. I do love winter. Um, obviously not as much as fall. Um, but I'm looking forward to bonfires. Um, I, I'm looking forward to pumpkin flavor shit, even though I'm, I'm on his, on his diet and not drinking, but I, I just love fall. Uh, the, the trees, the landscape becomes the most beautiful to me with fall. Uh, just the energy about it, the, uh, of course, Halloween, like my month of October is already Halloweened out. Like the, the honestly, if not sooner, as soon as it turns October 1st, I'm putting Halloween decorations out. I need to get my Halloween costume together. I need to order my special sclera contacts. If you don't know what that is, that's the all black contact. Can't wait for that. Big fall guy. Um, so, yeah, that's fall. That's my prediction. The prediction is this is going to be an amazing fall. Um, hopefully everything uh, remains calm in the news world and in the world world. But Fall's my favorite season. Tell me in the comments what's your favorite season. Now, uh, Big Brother. I don't watch Big Brother. I don't watch it at all. But I was intrigued by this because this season of Big Brother is going to be the first time that a person of color, an African-American person, is going to win Big Brother. Now, there's probably six or five contestants left. How do I know that a person's going to win that's African-American? Because of the cookout. Now, you all know with these type of games, there's alliances. They formed an alliance this season. All the black people formed an alliance that basically said we're going to get everyone out that's not black. Now, people are calling racist. It's not racist. It's strategy. They've been, a lot, they've been on this, uh, the show for like 20 plus seasons and no black people have won. So that sounds like either that's, that's a, either that's a strategy or a really weird coincidence. Uh, but they decided to vote out everyone who wasn't black. And now the remaining remaining people African American, shot them out. Shout out the cookout. I love it. You know, like it is what it is. I don't watch Big Brother. I had a couple. I think I had a season or two where I used to watch it, uh, but it didn't. You know, it's not it's not my my particularly favorite uh, thing. But shout out to the cookout. That shit's amazing, and I I just love to see it. And I'll, I'll maybe check in to see who won it. But I, I just think it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, speaking of trash TV, Ninety Day Fiance has been my new addiction. I can't stop looking at 90 Day Fiance. I'm currently watching 90 Day Fiance the other way in which they're going from America to whatever country their love is. 
and the, the complications that come from that. So basically, it's a show about uh, this one. It feels like it's a show about like working out the complications of picking up and moving to another country. Um, obviously, some of these people are just plain idiots, but you know that's kind of like ninety day fiance. They, they, I thought it was like, we're going to test this out on some wife swap shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how like wife swaps kind of temporary. And I thought 90 day fiance was kind of like, oh, we're just going to see if this thing's a thing, right? Like, uh, can they get along? But no, it's actually people who think they're falling in love with someone and they're going to rush into marriage. Um, so me and my wife started watching 90 day fiance, the one with big Ed or before the 90 day it's called. And, um, just absolutely fucking love that season. Uh, it is super entertaining. Big Ed is an absolute disgusting mess of a human being um, on the inside. And uh, yeah, like the, the, the Russian Varya case, the, the, the guy who went to Ukraine for the girl Lana. It's super entertaining. And I think everyone needs a little bit of trash TV in their life. That's mine right now. Uh, so uh, I, I'm super excited. There's, on the new season, there's this kid, this guy in Ethiopia um, who met a, a girl there she ended up getting pregnant and for some reason they have a baby for some reason she invited her ex-husband to come stay with them for a little while and that shit's a disaster and she is a queen manipulator and i'm just, i'm glued to the to the tv you know like just i got the discovery plus app so that's the reason why i'm even watching these shows but i'm just, i'm glued to see what happens next it's super entertaining so if you haven't watched nine day fiance you should it's trash but it's fucking great uh, last thing I'm going to talk about is just taking care of yourself, uh, which is something I think that's the name of this episode is going to be. It's just taking care of yourself. Uh, give me a second. Let me get my timer back up. You know, um, you got to take care of your mental health. You got to take care of your physical health. You got to just uh, make sure that you're, you're making yourself a priority because as far as we know, something that uh, my friend Tef used to say, we don't know about the party on the other side. No one's come back from that party. So you got to take care of yourself. Make sure you're living your best life. Make sure that you're being as positive as possible and you need to check all your negative thoughts. Like if you have negative thoughts about something, you need to check it and see why you're having these thoughts. Where do they come from? Um, and, you know, and, and talk to someone. I think that's the episode. Uh, we, we've hit the 20, 20 ish minute mark. Thank you for listening to Rent Free with Tech Supreme. Uh, I do appreciate the, the likes, comments, subscribe. If you if you're new to the podcast, then just follow up. Hit, hit one of those buttons interact i do appreciate all of it thank you for listening to run free with tech supreme episode 13 i will see you guys on the next one take care of yourself peace and good night